production. This is the Rush Hour with AB and Elliot's podcast. Now, this is a real sort of roller coaster of emotions about my husband, Alex. Obviously, this sh- this now, but then also in the show, something happens, which you'll hear a bit later, where mm. I admit fault. Um, however, I want to tear shreds off of him right now because he is the ultimate delegator. He's obviously a primary school teacher. He spends a number of hours a day uncontactable. He loves delegating crap to me as a result. So every day he'll leave and go, okay, today you're going to call the real estate and do this, and then you're going to disconnect the electricity to this and freaking whatever. And I always do all of it. Yep. So we've had an issue where our gas stoves aren't working. And he called up, got the gas replaced last week. They're still not turning on. So he left me my bloody tasks for the week, which was call the real estate, say the gas stoves aren't working and we need an electrician emergency sent out. I spent all day yesterday trying to get that sorted. Finally did. He sends me a photo 10 minutes ago. Sorry, I missed this in the mailbox. It was a thing from Ergon saying, like, hey, we've replaced the gas, but you just need to turn it back on. Oh. So where where is it his fault? I don't understand. So he didn't So you didn't check, check the mailbox well, he, either, Well, that's though. his job. Oh, uh, there we go. That's See, his job. See, here's the thing. People like Alex and myself have to delegate to people like you and Fiance Abby. Why? Because you're useless. And I mean it in the nicest way possible. But stuff doesn't get done. It's not out of nastiness or laziness. I get that. You guys f- just forget. It, it, is, it is unbearable at times how you guys just forget, whether it's a meeting, whether it's a task or whatever. That's why lists have to be created. I don't forget, though. I did everything right. And he's like, I need you to follow you do, up the you, electrician you today. You forget everything. And he goes, oh, I didn't check the mail the other day. I've now checked it. And it says... But again, you could have checked the mail. That's you know not my I mean? job. Again. He has the keys on his key ring for the mailbox. So he's the only person that can. So you can't access his key ring at home. You can't grab his well, keys yeah, and go Well, yeah, night I probably could. Yeah. There could be toads out there. Oh, for God's sake. Don't you dare. Honestly, I did everything right. I was calling real estate agents. Yeah. I, was be- I, was, I was getting pushy. No, you weren't. I was. I heard you on the phone to your real estate yesterday trying to get some stuff fixed, and they were very basic requests, and I could tell them they were pushing back, and instead of pushing hard, which you should have, you're saying, oh, that's fine, whenever, it's all right, we don't need aircon. Actually, yeah, the sink, (laughs) she's not fixed it since October last year. She said, yeah, they'll be there in May. May! You know how you took classes when you were a kid on how to be a lady or whatever it was called? Finishing classes, yes, Jundale Watkins, shout out. You need asshole class. Where you just learn to say no and push people a bit harder. Actually, that would be a great business model for millennial women. Bloody oath. Because we and suck men. at that. Push oh. over men. Yeah, but it's mostly women. All my friends that say sorry a thousand times in emails and messages, oh. we're like, hey, we're so sorry to ask you for this thing that you actually were supposed to do. It's part of your job description. Yes. Yeah. It's a problem. Could mm. you ru- could you run arsehole classes? <laughs> should we start Teach them? women a bit of grunt. Should we start them next week on the Rush Hour? Actually, they that'd prob- be great. Probably need a better name than asshole classes, but grunt beginners. I think grunt is weird. How to be assertive? How to be firm? Eh. But then how to be assertive? But then yeah. make the ass in capitals. Oh, like that. Yeah, how to be assertive? Assertive. <laughs> assertive. Yeah, let's look at that. All right. Okay. Uh, today on the radio show, um, you spoke about your husband. You say you had to admit to something you didn't really. In fact, I think you were woeful with your performance today. <laughs> Just in that, <laughs> just in that alone, where and you'll hear it in a second. 
you said to me, I'm going to admit to something that I did horrible to my husband two years ago. You, you didn't even admit it. You went around about why. It's just part of the rehearsal to tell him in real life. Being that man. Now he's locked in with the kid thing too. Even if he dumps you, he's got to tidy you forever. Um, Adam Reynolds, the Thank captain you. of the Brisbane Broncos, is in a brouhaha over the weekend. Tell you what, balls on him. He uh, fronted up on the rush hour today and explained the situation with uh, his vice mm. skipper, Paddy Carrigan. Very, very classy. That's right. We also had a wonderful story. Well, it's not great in terms of the content, but mm-hmm. really, really brave of this particular person. Uh, his name's Kingy. Yep. He's, he lives up in Cairns in the far north, and his home was completely destroyed by the floods. And it's a really important reminder mm. that, yeah, people like him are still homeless two months on. So a very, very important one to listen to. And, and like we've said a million times, if you can, mm. jump on your local Triple M page, yep. the Wind tab, 42 for flood relief. If you can just even donate $5, every little bit counts. We'd love to give you a shout out for that. You know who we should try and speak to? There's a cafe at, and there's so many businesses that haven't been able to reopen. There's a cafe at Palm Cove, which is my favorite cafe in the whole world. It's called Chill at Portofino. They used to be two separate uh, cafes. Then during COVID, they actually uh, merged together and they do the best brekkie I've ever had I in tried my life. to go there when I was at Palm Cove and it's not open. Yeah, so they still haven't been able to reopen because of all the damage. they lovely people there. We should try and have a yarn to them in the Actually, next week. yeah. Because yeah. the, the money is going to go to these businesses, to the individuals like Kingy as well. Um, also, we took your calls for your strangest hospital visits and uh, to round us out, the lovely Jamie Chapman from the Gold Coast Titans. She's in the Indigenous All-Stars. She's a superstar of a player. I think she went to Bali with our mate Romy Titans. Recently, so we should have got some of those stories because Romy's a lunatic. They'd be very damaging, but no, she is a Broncos player, so I don't need that. Less, less drama for the Broncos. Oh, you're going to be a scandal. I was more just thinking they had a few sherbets, had a great time. Possibly, yeah. I think the girls are pretty reasonable. You think girls are reasonable on the source? I think we're better. Yeah. Oh, for God's (laughs) sake! Enjoy the show. We'll talk to you soon. This is Triple M's Rush Hour with AB and Elliot. Tropical Cyclone Jasper has intensified into a Category 2 system. The Rush Hour family in far north Queensland has been doing it tough. 500 millimetres of rain within 24 hours. The Rush Hour's 42 for flood relief. Let's go take a walk. Now, AB, in eight days' time, uh, we, uh, well, I am doing a walk. You're pregnant, you can't do it. Fair enough. I'm doing a, a walk 42 k's in one hit for a great cause. Uh, almost two months ago, to the day, awful flooding in the Cairns and far north Queensland region to the point where there are still people now that operate businesses or have homes that they can't operate or people are still re- rebuilding their houses. It was devastating. Yeah, absolutely shocking there. We really want to be able to help them the best mm. way we can and we've teamed up with Give It yes. in order to do so. Yeah, so if you head along to your local Triple M website, uh, select the Win tab, you'll find 42 for flood relief there. If you've got five bucks to spare or whatever you can spare... Uh, you can donate and it will go directly towards people that desperately mm-hmm. need that money. And if you are a business as yep. well, one triple three five three by any means, yes. give us a buzz. We mm. will give you a shout out for days. Now, here's the deal. It was meant to be you and me. Uh, obviously, you're up the duff, so that can't happen. You, apparently, you can't walk 42k heats. In, uh, sorry, 42k's in the searing heat. The heat, heat is the yeah. big thing, apparently, yeah. according to my obstetrician. So it is just me, and I am feeling the pressure a little bit, and... I don't want to say there's a hurdle, but there's a speed bump. Eight days' time, I need to be in the best physical shape of my I've life. I've told you, yep. nipple tape. You know what? I've actually found because I've started... That's two speed bumps. The last couple of weeks, I've been trying to run just little runs of an afternoon, and I've noticed the nipple pain, so that's a thing. But I've actually been at the physio today. Yeah. Really? 
And I, I won't say I'm 50 50, I'm, I'm 60 40 to still be okay, but I do have. This sounds like you've gone no, into a physio and gone, I find anything, no, sir. I want to do it, it's a great cause. I do have an inflamed glutamus maximus. Your bum is inflamed. My bum is, there is not a tear, but there is a strain on my bottom. And it's a small bottom. I don't think that's related to exercise. Play on. <laughs> I think that you dropped it down on a dance floor on the weekend and you're trying to blame that. The most anti-social on this incredible man cause. in the state. You think yeah, but I don't know what you do okay. on weekends. I don't really trust it. Okay, I'm just saying there is a spanner in the works. I've eight How days. How does it feel? It's tight and sore. I'm not going to lie to you. I'm one of those, you know those men in your life that they have chunky bits all over their body. I've got a flat bum. There's nothing there. I can't wear jeans because they just fall off. However, I've managed to half tear it. So we'll see how we go. It'll happen. Oh, I'll man. find a way. I'm just saying there is a speed bump. I'm going to Google ass healing. How, how do you, like, do you ice it? Uh, you know what? If I got is there one, a cream? I've got one bit of info for you. Don't Google ass healing. <laughs> I don't think yeah, you'll probably. love what you'll find. I might word it, it ever so slightly different. Head along, donate. We'll find a way to get this done. Triple M.com.au. I hate doing this more than anything. You think you're stubborn. I'm also equally stubborn. And when it comes to admitting that I'm wrong, I will do anything to avoid it. Mm-hmm. I'm one triple three five three though. Like, we could make this a statewide thing. Come together as a group. Anyone out there that has something that they have to admit to their partner or anyone else that they were wrong about. Right. On one triple three five three. You might remember, <laughs> it's probably two years ago, when we were first starting this show, I had a bit of a blue with my husband about furniture for our house. We had a couch that needed replacing. Yes. And I kind of just went on my own and purchased a couch I liked mm. for us. He didn't have any consulting on it. I said, hey, it's my money. I'll pay for it. I just don't want anything daggy. Love him. No disrespect to people that love lazy boys. But if he was up to the couch purchasing, that's what we would have. And I like something a little bit more... Vogue Living, Rich. for instance. No, just something that matches, that looks nice, is comfortable as well, but also a bit trendy. Right. So I opted for this velour-y couch that's beautiful, it's puffy, it's great, huge, easy to lie on. The yeah. only drama, it's really low on the ground. Okay. There's no legs, it sits on the ground. I've loved that for the last two years. Now that I'm three months pregnant... I hate it. What do you mean? Getting up and out of that couch, I have to like tumble turn over and then lift myself off. It's hard work. It was fine before when I was a young and strapping person, woman, probably had a few issues with my knees that were eventually going to get to me in the end, but the couch was fine. Now it's not. Now I'm really hating it and wishing that we had something a little bit higher. I don't want to admit this to Alex. So you're telling everyone else instead? Yes. Okay. Because he will hold it above my head forever Right. and we'll end up with lazy boys probably. Can you imagine how comfy it would be nursing a baby in a lazy boy, though? I don't care. Put your feet up. Small little, price. I think you're too Jehovah high Little Jehovah will be just sitting there loving life. Please, it's going to be called Wayne Bennett or Kevin Walters, if anything. One triple three five three. When were you forced to admit that you were wrong? But you haven't admitted you were wrong. I will eventually. This is my easing in. I'm going to tell Queensland, then I'll tell him that he was right. I mean, you could make this. You could go both ways. One triple three five three. Yes, when were you forced to admit you were wrong? You, you put your ego aside and you did it. But also one triple three five three. When did you just never? When you should have. Oh yeah, or because like you're you refusing. Yeah, because we, you haven't. But you could say I didn't to realize us, you hadn't told him. No. You're a monster. I will. 
you Maybe won't. eventually. No, you won't. One triple three. I will five, tumble three. turn off that couch until I die. Well, Paul in Toowoomba called during the break and he said, why don't you just put bricks under it? Then you don't have to admit anything. Well, yeah, we got another call as yep. well. And she actually, Dale, suggested yep. that I check under the couch because this happened to her mm. and the legs were actually zipped into a little bag under the couch. She didn't put the legs They just the didn't think that it had legs. Oh, for goodness sakes. Maybe mine does. But look, one triple three five three. when we were forced to admit you were wrong, I'm hearing that Carl in Townsville possibly has some advice for me. G'day, mate. Hi, how are you? <laughs> Not too bad. What have you got? Shoot. Well, I'd just like to commend you for really coming out and say that you're wrong because he's going to fall over when he hears those words. He Both won't. men would. <laughs> I mean, Carl, I haven't actually told him in person yet. I'm just telling Queensland. And I haven't got a text from him, which means he isn't listening for a change. So are you really that impressed with me when I haven't really done the job yet? You can tell me a woman in the last 10 years that have said sorry and admitted it, they were wrong, and I'll pick you up. Fair shout, fair shout. Oh, that's good, Carl. Appreciate you call. Triple M's Rush Hour with AB and Elias. Brisbane Broncos captain Adam Reynolds and, and their vice skipper Paddy Carrigan have been in the news the last couple of days. Uh, footage of a bit of a push and shove after a night out uh, is doing the rounds. Adam Reynolds, actually kind enough to join us on the Rush Hour today. Appreciate you you're fronting up, mate. I know you've already done a, a presser this morning, but but for you Broncos fans right across the regions, can you tell us what actually happened that night and, and how you and Pat are now? Yeah, firstly, thanks for having me. Um, no, nah, me and Patty are uh, we're, we're good, um, but we've, we're really close. We've got a great relationship. Um, obviously, there was a, a few too much to drink that night and... Um, you know, what was friendly sort of turned a little bit heated there, but, um, you know, we've, we've jumped on the front foot. We've owned it. Um, we've, we've made sure that we wanted to get out in front of everyone and apologise for the mistake that was made on the night. We obviously know it's not a great look, but, um, yeah, we're, we're all good and um, got a lot of respect for Paddy. That's good to hear. I mean, that is the most important thing, having a leadership group that is united for the year ahead. Are you feeling like everything is full steam ahead at this stage? You've got, obviously, this weekend heading to Mackay, which so many people in regions are excited about, and then to Vegas. And then coming in as the underdogs, it's it's a pretty difficult position to be in, but, hell, you know very, very well what it's like. Yeah, we're excited about the next couple of weeks. Um, obviously, firstly, getting to Mackay. Um, and, you know, we're bringing our full strength side or what's available. Um, we thought that was pretty important. Obviously, it's our one and only trial for the boys. But, mm. um, you know, to give back to regional country towns, um, we don't get to see a lot of us um, sort of talk together about playing this week. It was um and arm whether I played or not. And, um, you know, thought to myself, getting up to Mackay, I got there last time but didn't play and um, thought it was important to just throw on the jersey this weekend, run out with the boys and have a bit of fun while we're doing it. Adam, what is a cranky Kevy like? Because I assume you even had maybe a couple of hours for it this week. I don't know if you bought him a steak dinner since to smooth it over, but he's known as Brisbane's sweetheart. Does does he does red come out or what? Uh, look, Kevy's obviously very experienced in this mm-hmm. situation. He's, he's had an effort to deal with his whole career. Yeah, true. Um, true, true, true. But no, he's <laughs> he's obviously disappointed. Yeah. Um, you know, he just wanted us to be the best versions of ourselves and. Um, you know, want us to learn from this, and no doubt we will. Um, we're a united team, like you mentioned, and uh, we'll learn from our mistakes and, and move forward and, um, you know, make sure it doesn't happen again. Mm-hmm. Now, you, like you said, sending a full squad, you're actually coming up to the preseason. Jeez, when was the last time you played a preseason game in your career? Yeah, the boys always get into me about this. <laughs> uh, 
not too sure. It hasn't been the last couple of years anyway. So I think the last one would have been 2019 in a charity field. So, uh, yeah, very rare occasion, but um, thought it was important this time around. Uh, I've been to Mackay once and I uh, thought I couldn't go back out there without playing. So grateful that I get to put on the Broncos jersey again and, um, you know, represent this great club. Adam, really appreciate you making some time today, mate. I know it's been a, a busy few days for you. Glad things have uh, been smoothed over with the boys and uh, looking forward to the season ahead. Good luck in Mackay and we really appreciate you joining the Rush Hour. No, I appreciate it, guys. Thanks for having me on. And I just want to give a uh, special congratulations to AB. You've uh, got a baby Bronco on the way, so can't wait to... Uh, to hear and see, and um, hopefully wear a Broncos jersey. Oh my gosh! Um, you bet. Adam, I hate to say it, her husband's a South fan, and the rumors yeah, this is, are it's traumatic. The, the rumors are, <laughs> the rumors are, he could be in green red. Anyway, hey, hey whoever's happens. closer to premiers this year, <laughs> it will get the support, and I have a feeling we know how that's going to go. On your Reno, appreciate it, mate. No worries, thanks, guys. This time last week, Elliot, I was able to tell everyone that after 21 negative pregnancy tests in a row, my husband and I were very excited to share that we finally got the positive and I am due in August, which was great. I was able to share a story as well about a listener of this show, Gary, who lives near Innisfail. He actually has been really supportive of me throughout the journey and sent me a little gift, which was a number of fertility charms. I'd never seen this kind of thing before. He said, just chuck them on your desk, touch them every single day, Mm. and hopefully it'll bring you good luck. And that was literally three weeks before I found out I was pregnant. I don't know if I believe in it's the funny hoodoo of all of this. You're not a juju person. No, but no, definitely it not. It is a nice thing. I think it was just the yeah. gesture, being yeah. like, hey, hey, there's a person here for you, Kez. Mm-hmm. He's giving you this nice thing. Yeah. You know, see what happens. But since then, mm. my inbox has been flooded with women, other people who have got friends that have had fertility struggles, desperately wanting to get their hands on these fertility charms. And I completely understand. When you're in that state of desperation, you will do anything and everything to get some kind of reprieve. I'm so happy to pass them on. I even checked with Gary. My only hesitation is Mm. I feel like I want to give the charms to someone closer to home, someone perhaps in this team that I think... Might need the slash, I hope. What, you want producer Luke might to impregnate a random? S- no, nah, he doesn't want kids. Okay. I just, oh. since <laughs> since I've entered this journey, mm. and even in the lead up, I have noticed a change in you. You talk about being a parent more than ever before. You've mentioned it. You'll Instead of like, oh, yeah, I'm never having kids, it's changed to this, yeah, when I'm a dad. I, 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 all I've said is I'm not closed off to it. That's okay, it. Yeah. so what would be so crazy about doing it now and then our kids being in the same year at school? They could be best friends like we are. Oh, my worst nightmare, my worst nightmare is being on a PNC group with you or whatever they're no called. No one has to join the PNC. You'd be the captain of it and I'd be forced to go. No. I know how this would go. No, no, it's I'll a, take one for the team and gesture. do the PNC for you. I know you said Gary might be trying to get some more of these things as well. Yes, Gary's you, actually on the yeah. case. He's going to post yeah. me some more charms. What a man. I will give them to someone, but just, you know, like really quickly, just touch them. No, they've hit the floor. You've touched them. <laughs> no, I didn't let I them felt, touch I me. I felt contact happened. You, you keep your baby cooties. No. Yeah, I'm, I'm very happy for you guys. You know that. Um, but it's a while off in my life. If Yeah, that's fair. If ever. I thought I'd try. I look after you every the day. The best friends thing, though, does appeal to you. Maybe my second kid. Well, we're not best friends. Our kids <laughs> won't be best friends. That's not happening. Anyway. 
tropical cyclone Jasper has intensified into a Category 2 system. The Rush Hour family in far north Queensland has been doing it tough. 500 millimetres of rain within 24 hours. The Rush Hour's 42 for flood relief. Let's go take a walk. Yes, Elliot, it's hard to believe that we're nearly halfway through February and two months ago, Cairns and the far north Queensland region were hit by this tropical cyclone that ended up leaving mass destruction in the form of flooding across the region. And there are so many homes, there are so many businesses still unable to operate, unable to open back up mm-hmm. to their owners because of the damage. And, you know, out of sight, out of mind, just because it's not being spoken about doesn't mean that the people there still aren't suffering. So in one week from today, you're very, very generously going to be walking 42 kilometres in the middle of the day in the heat. Mm. Not a trained walker by any means. Sort of fit, but like only just became fit in the last few months. I'm I'm quite concerned. Okay. But you're doing it for this wonderful cause, which is to fundraise for these people to try and get some money back into that community Mm. and help them kickstart what's been a really difficult 2024. Yeah, head along to your local Triple M website. If you can spare five bucks there, uh, some amazing locals still doing it really tough. Uh, Kingy joins us now in the Lake Placid region of Cairns. Appreciate your time, Kingy. Can, can you firstly start with that evening, with what happened to you and your family, and where you're at now? I've been I've been to Helen back, to tell you the truth. Um, when was it? 17th of December, mm-hmm. uh, Sunday. I got home about 9:30, and I think the cops told me to get out of here, and I literally scrambled to get everything thrown up in the top of my shed. And um, when it broke the bank. It just was like a tsunami through this community here, mate. It just hit the houses, took fences out, um, took out pretty much anything in its path. Um, so all I could do was just get pick the logs, flick them out of the way to try and save what I could around the neighbourhood. It actually hit us twice, believe it or not. Oh. It, it, yeah, it tsunami through at the King Tide at 12, then it, and then it receded. And then Tinaru Dam, the catchment up there, caught up with us again, and it come back up another half metre through the community. So, so Kenny, how, mu- how much did you lose, mate? I've lost all my house. Like, <sighs> all the beds, wedding photos. Yep. Oh. All, all the things that mean a lot to you. Mm. you know, that, uh, I found the uh, the album the other day and it's just stuck together. So there's only the cover pictures on it now. Oh, my gosh. Um, but, uh, look, hey, we just, we just, the community's been amazing. I don't lock my front door anymore. Everyone just comes in and drops off food. I, I haven't stopped, guys. I've been rebuilding my house since it happened. So, so, so tell us, King, whereabouts are you at now? Are you able to live in the house? Have you been displaced to somewhere else? Have insurance been able to step in? What, what's going on? <laughs> the insurance. Yeah. Let me tell you something. <laughs> the so dirty I'll, I'll sorry, I know. That's a trigger word. No, no. <laughs> for I'll give it to you raw. Mm. For me, my experience is my grandma told me to save for a rainy day. Mm. And it was raining, and I pretty much had to pay my whole rebuild because my insurance company can't touch it till Christmas time. Jeez. Christmas uh, 2024. That's right. So, so have they no given way. you where you're supposed to live or what the solution well, is for your family? I just built a two-story shed in my backyard, so <laughs> that was timing. Um, so we're living in the shed at the moment. And, yeah, I just get up every morning, build a house. You know, there's been late nights and... Uh, to, to tell you the truth, right mm. today, just before you rang, I just finished painting. So now it's just put the doors back in, the windows, and we can at least get back in. Far out. King, and, and King, the, the the scary, terrifying thing, and we are raising money for people like you via the Triple M website, is there are so many people that are oh, in the same are. boat there's as story, well. There's, 
people are a lot more worse off than my than I am, but my story is my story. So, oh. but yeah, I Thank feel you. for everyone else. You know, mm. it's a uh, it's a life changing event, mate. Until you uh, live and breathe one yourself, yeah. yeah. It's um, an eye-opener. Mate, so. the, the way you've gone and approached it afterwards is nothing short of inspirational too. And, and And we'd love to see some photos when everything's back up and running, when those doors are on, brother. And hopefully we can swing by Lake Placid on that walk next week. Good on you, legend. Uh, no worries, mate. I'll tell you what, my wife yep. will be happy once we're in because I said yep. I wasn't shaving until we're in. So <laughs> I've got the biggest beard, mate. Okay. I'm glad, hey, Kingy, glad you clarified beard. Good on you, mate. <laughs> Yeah, oh, yeah, brother. yeah mate, mate. <laughs> Nice to chat to you, mate. Oh, the, the fact that he's still willing to have a laugh through all the shit he's I been know. through. Too. Actually, I just want to put it out there too. Yeah. If anyone in Queensland, because I know that there's like photography specialists mm. that are able to restore images that have been damaged. Oh, yep. Maybe as well, if you're one of those businesses, like yep. please get in touch with us. We can reach out to Kingy. Yep. See if there's any way to save his wedding albums because well, that stuff's priceless. Eight days till this walk. If you can spare five bucks or whatever you can, I can tell you that money is going directly to people like Kingy. To businesses in that region as well. Triple M.com.au. Hit the win tab, search 42 for flood relief. This is Triple M's Rush Hour with AB and Elliot. Stories of Salvi on 13353. Strangest hospital visits. Uncomfortable times you had to go. You know, maybe your kid ate too many crayons and you had to try and explain why that happened. You know, maybe it's the classic story of, I don't know how that candle got in there. I must have fallen <laughs> on it. Um, but this one just popped up in my face with memories. It was four years ago to the day. This is one of the weirdest days of my life. Um, my partner, Abby, we were sitting at home. I can't remember what movie it was. I think it was Jaws. I think we were re-watching Jaws. You know that scene where Ben Gardner's head pops out of the boat? It gets you every time. As that was happening, she's eating a bucket of chickpeas, and she got scared, and she went, <gasps> <laughs> and she sucked the chickpea in the wrong pipe. Or into the windpipe. And she said, I love it. <laughs> I had to call an ambulance to come and get her and she had to go to hospital and I had to do some procedure to remove it. But, you know, trying to tell the doctors, and this is during um, COVID times too, so not many people are allowed in the hospital. Yeah, and you're like, I promise it's not yeah. that throat issue. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Uh, sorry, I was lost. COVID. <laughs> sorry. How is that hard? No, oh, forgive me. Forgive me. But yeah, no. Got scared in a movie, chickpea, wrong pipe. Doctors thought it was hilarious. They've dealt with so much BS and horrible things at that time. That must have been a nice breakup. One triple three five three. Your strangest, and they all laugh about you while they're doing the surgery and go, "What an idiot!" Your strangest (laughs) hospital visits, the weirdest reasons you had to go. I had an ex-boyfriend. We were at a party once, and Mm. I have no idea how we slept over at the party. And he ran into me in the next morning and was like, "I can't get this bottle off my toe." Bottle. He had like a glass, I think it was a spirits bottle, and it was on his toe and we couldn't remove it. And like obviously if you smash the glass, that's yeah. fine, but you can't get the rim of the bottle off the toe. Right. So we had to go to the hospital to get his toe removed from yeah. a bottle. He reckons he was trying to kick it or something and yeah. it <laughs> It's a candle story all over again. What one triple three five three, your strangest, your weirdest hospital visits. We'll go to Tanham Sands on one triple three five three. Rob, tell us yours. Yeah, look, this is, I can't remember how old I was, but mm. I was living in Brisbane at the time and um, I was in the bath and you got the sponge to have your bath. Anyway, I was breaking pieces off and shoving them up my nose. As you do, Rob. <laughs> yeah, well, anyway, you know, after a while, 
the stench started to get really bad. And mum thought I was freaking dying. And so she threw me in the car with the rest of the kids and <laughs> t- took me to the hospital. Anyway, I let out this huge friggin' sneeze and bits and pieces of sponge started coming out. <laughs> oh <my> gosh, <laughs> <laughs> and the, the doctor couldn't believe it. Mum went, oh, she, she was just furious. Right, uh, yeah, and, it was just, yeah, just the stench was really bad. Oh, this is what so scares good. me about having children. Oh, because they Genuinely. All everything and anything everywhere. And you always yeah. have to take them to the hospital and it's humiliating. Yeah. Uh, thanks to the core, Rob. We're going to go to Harvey Bay next. Emma, your strangest hospital visits. What's your story? Okay, so I was bear casing through the cemetery and um, I nearly fell into one of the freshly dug slots. Oh, my God. Um, yeah, I actually sprained my ankle, so the ambulance had to come and pick me up and take me to the hospital. And then about six to 12 months later, I was in a car accident, and um, the person who was actually driving the ambulance on the day of the incident with the cemetery was oh, in the back no. of the ambulance with me on that on the car accident trip and he's like I know you from somewhere <laughs> you're I a problem you. child <laughs> and, and, and then he's like oh that's it you're a cemetery girl we sit around and talk about you at morning three you're the only one we've ever picked up from the cemetery that's actually been alive yeah oh, forwarded to a grave yep oh, classic that's great good on you Emma appreciate the call mate uh, let's go to Townsville next Craig thanks for calling the rush hour your strangest hospital Hospital visits. What do you got for us? Yeah, mate. Welcome back, guys. Thank you. Uh, yeah, no, I was only a little fella, and um, I got crook, and Mum took me up to the TGL Townsville General Hospital, and we were waiting in the outpatients. And this guy walked in with these trench coats, you know, like Colombo used to wear. Mm. Yeah. And where his bum ended, it never ended. It kept going. I think he'd stuck something up his bum and couldn't get it out. I'll never forget it till the day I die. <laughs> Did he look like he was in pain? He was he was hunched over, I can tell you. <laughs> he, he wasn't happy. <laughs> I mean, you speak to, and I know you would have as well, thanks to the call, Craig, anyone that has a friend that's a nurse or a doctor, there's way too many of there's, those stories out there. That's a common occurrence. Oh, all right. I, I'm cringing to hear this story in full as we go to Clifton Beach, but Evie, please take it away. No, okay. So it was back in the early 80s. Yep. And I was at a nightclub, and my brother came up to me and he said, Sis, come to the toilet with me. I'm going, What? I can't go to the toilet with you. He said, Come to the toilet with me. He said, Seriously, I've been out parking and I've zipped my penis up in my zipper. <laughs> so I've taken him to the hospital where they tried for over two hours. They put ice packs on it and everything. And in the end, the doctor came in and said, mate, we're going to have to take you to surgery. And he said, no, you won't. And he just ripped the zipper down uh, and tore all down the penis. Oh, did, did he save the fella? 
Yeah, yeah, it was all good. It still worked. It still <laughs> went fucking. Mate, if he'd gone into surgery, he would have got pain. Oh, but I oh. get it. Even just watching Elliot hear that story, oh, like it hurt me. Thousands of men. But you fell to the ground almost thousands just Thousands of men that are just queezing in pain right now, yes. Got some car accidents. Evie, appreciate the call, mate. Thanks for getting in touch at the rush hour. You're welcome, bye. The, the zipper thing happens a lot too. I, ca- I think that that would happen a lot. Like, as a woman, yeah. you think yeah. that that's a high possibility, yeah, well, surely. Yeah, just so easy. This is why I don't wear pants to have zips. I'm a shorts man. I take the risk <laughs> out of it, baby. Draw string for life. Stars are in action. Come this Friday night, uh, the game back in Townsville. Last time it was there uh, was actually the COVID year, so it'll be nice to have full capacity again. Mm-hmm. Uh, the women in action into the afternoon, the men after that. And uh, Johnny us now from the Indigenous side for the women. This lady has, has done it all. She's played State of Origin. She scored a 1,000 tries in the grand final last year. She plays for the Gold Coast Titans. As a Knights fan, she put the fear of God into me in that final. Jamie Chapman, hello, mates. <laughs> hello, how are you guys? Really well. Appreciate your time. A special week. We went through some of your stuff there again, playing Origin, playing in grand finals. How does this week compare, though? Oh, you know, this this week's different. Um, All-Stars, I always say, it's my favourite week of the year and um, my favourite game as well. So I'm, I'm super excited to start footy off again. It's been such a long wait with off-season, so ready to get into it. We've been seeing a bit of the men's uh, sort of like camp progression, all of the various ceremonies they've been doing as a group. Can you tell us a little bit, bit about what the women's have been up to this past week? Yep. So um, we came into camp um, on Saturday, on Sunday, sorry, and um, we got a nice welcome to country. Um, we've been with the boys a lot, so we get to do a lot of dance and singing practice with them. And, um, you know, we performed our own dance together at the welcoming, welcoming um, yesterday morning. So, yeah, we've, we've done a lot of cultural stuff, but um, more to come. We're only halfway through the week, so... Yeah, I'm excited for, for what's to come. Jamie, we're going to sit down with uh, the great Matt Bowen later on this week, who's, of course, part of that Indigenous setup. One of the great things he said to me before is that a lot of mob that go into this game don't know a lot about their family history. Where is your mob from? What's uh, your Indigenous background? Yeah, um, I'm a proud Camilleroy woman. Um, that stems from my dad's side, so dad's mum's from out in um, Gunnedah ways. Mm-hmm. Um yeah, so I actually my journey started with All Stars as well. I um I actually played Indigenous Oztag to start out with, wow. um, and then obviously I made the All Stars team for um, NRL, and um, I have never learnt so much about my um, my my family, my culture, and um, I definitely better from it. So yeah, if it wasn't for them, I wouldn't have dug deeper into um, my history as well. So very grateful. What a great way to start the season as well with all of that togetherness. Uh, Now, a couple of years ago, you were incredible in the Indigenous All-Stars. You actually snabbed yourself the Trish Heena medal. Is that in your (laughs) sights again this year? (laughs) Oh, thank you. No, I'm, I'm, you know, that's my aim as well. But I just want us to um, spend the week together and um, obviously win the game and I'm not too worried about grabbing a medal. I'm mm. just worried about getting the win at the end of the day. And, and then the Gold um, Coast Titans Premiership at the end of the year, of course, naturally. <laughs> yes, that's right. Go one better as well for them as well. So, yeah, um, no, nah, focus this weekend and um, I back our girls to get it as well. So I'm really excited. Hell of a player, Jamie Chapman. If you get a chance to head along to the game uh, in Townsville on Friday night or if you're watching it on the telly, Lauren Brown from the Titans describes it best. You just give her the ball and watch her run over people. (laughs) Jamie, you're a superstar, mate. Appreciate your time on the Rush Hour. 
Thank you so much for having me, guys. Have a good one. This is Triple M's Rush Hour with AB and Elliot.